This is a Cortez Currents news update. Many scientists believe we have seven years to avert the worst ravages of the climate crisis. Even if they're wrong, it's clear that British Columbia must transition to cleaner energy sources. Should the BC government continue to pay out close to $1 billion a year in fossil fuel subsidies and tax cuts? The BC Liberals directed me to their website where it says a BC Liberal government led by Andrew Wilkinson, will support building the Trans Mountain Pipeline to provide you with a secure, affordable, and reliable fuel supply. LNG is about 90% methane, which Environment and Climate Change Canada admits traps more than 70 times more heat over a 20-year period than the equivalent amount of carbon dioxide. However, the BC Liberals say that our natural resources like LNG, are part of the solution, not the problem. The NDP also proposed to develop natural gas, but promised to reduce methane emissions from upstream oil and gas operations by 45%. They also promised to use some carbon tax revenues for incentives for cleaner operations and projects that will reduce emissions. NDP candidate Michelle Babchuk contrasted other aspects of their climate policy with that of the BC Liberals. There is no argument that the climate crisis is the global challenge of our time. We see more and more fires and natural disasters, and we owe it to future generations to do our part. The BC Liberals convened a climate leadership panel, then ignored nearly all of the recommendations. They abandoned action on climate pollution and gave up meeting climate targets. They had no plan to increase carbon pricing rebates for people as the federally mandated carbon price increased. We can't let the BC Liberals set us back again. But let me tell you, John Horgan's Clean BC strategy is the most ambitious climate plan on the continent. Developed with Dr. Andrew Weaver and passed as the Climate Accountability Act to legally require government accountability on emissions targets, it increases carbon price rebates for low and middle income families, provides rebates for electric vehicles and home efficiency upgrades, has $105 million this year for incentives for industry to move to cleaner operations, and $106 million over three years to help schools, hospitals, and universities reduce energy consumption. Recently, John Horgan strengthened our climate action plan by announcing net zero carbon emission targets by 2050, which means we are taking out of the atmosphere the carbon that has already been there. I know this is important to North Islanders. We've been very clear that LNG development must fit into the climate plan. Any projects must be consistent with our climate action targets. We won't compromise those targets. We have so much more to do, we have to keep up the fight. Green candidate Alexander Morton was the only one who actually answered the question about subsidies and tax cuts. Some of the distortion in the audio that follows was produced by heavy winds while we were conducting this interview over the internet. The provincial government has got to end subsidies for companies like LNG, any of the fossil fuels because it's irresponsible to encourage industries with not only a failing market, but that we know is inflicting harm on our children. And I just wanted to say, I have lived off grid for 34 years and people have no idea how much power is 
beating down on our roofs in the form of the sun, even on cloudy days. And then there's wind and other low carbon sources. So I feel the province of British Columbia should form a new ministry, the Ministry of Climate Action, and take on the task of conducting an inventory. How many solar arrays, wind farms, electric vehicles, heat pumps do we need to simply end our reliance on fossil fuels? Stop trying to appease those that are blocking actions. Stop trying to not offend the companies who are perpetrating this damage to our planet. Just form a ministry, say, here's what we need, and then let companies come to the government and say, okay, here's our plan. Here's our proposal on how we would deal with this. And in that way, it's not only a leap into the green economy, but it's also a post-COVID stimulus effort. The government was to invest in getting these projects started. Because if we don't do this, we're, we're giving our children a scorched earth. I mean, that's just all there is to it. So I think it's an imperative that government take very strong action and just really not worry about those that are mining the dinosaurs. We, we have to stop that.